If you don't have an email list, then you don't have a direct line to your customers. Reaching your clients, audience, supporters, and fans with the right message at the right time in the right place becomes easy when you've got a strategic email list in place. My email list is the number one way I drive profits in my business. And major bonus here, it's a lot easier and way more fun than you might think. That's why I'm teaching a free live workshop all about growing your email list called From Zero Subscribers or Zero Strategy to an Engaged Email List That Lasts. I'll show you how to kick off your email list building strategy with no fear because I know it can be scary to start something new in your business. Save your virtual seat at growandemaillist.com. Inside of my free live workshop, you'll learn why email marketing is 10 times more effective than posting on social media, my secret to sending out weekly emails without adding a ton of work to my plate, my best tips for getting people to hit subscribe, and what to actually say to them to convert them from subscribers to paying clients and customers. Save your seat now at growandemaillist.com. That's growandemaillist.com to get started with an email list strategy that drives real results. I'll see you at the masterclass. That's where the magic happens. That's where it's like people see that invitation to learn more about themselves and they can't not take two minutes to find out what the answer is. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher, and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. Do you want to take what you want to be known for to the masses and build your email list in the process? Well, using a quiz might be the answer. My guest today is a quiz funnel strategist, a growth consultant, and a coach that is obsessed with psychology, interactive marketing, and getting bragworthy results for her students and clients. She helps online business owners create quiz funnels for their offers and beyond. Now, personally, she has helped me effortlessly grow my email list by more than 100,000 people since we created my first quiz. And if what the gurus say is true and every lead should add $1 to your bottom line every month, well, dang it, we just hit the jackpot. In today's episode, Shanti Zach simplifies the entire process of creating a quiz that is freakishly accurate. I love sharing the quizzes she's helped me to create because it allows me to serve and show up for my people in bigger and better ways while connecting them with the next best steps that they simply can't deny. And now I want for you to do the same. We are going to dive deep into the world of quizzes in a way that you can take what Shanti does and apply it to your own business so that you can grow your email list. I am so excited to dive into all things quizzes. So Shanti Zach, welcome to the show. 
If you're ready to dig your biggest goals with each other in person, mark your calendars for September 5th through the 8th, 2023 for HubSpot's annual inbound conference in Boston. There will be multiple stages featuring over a dozen industry experts, including Reese Witherspoon, Derek Jeter, Neil Patel, and more. You'll learn everything from sales strategy to AI and innovation, connect with the leaders, and the best part is you'll walk away with practical tips that you can put into action as soon as you get home. Tickets are selling out fast, so head over to inbound.com to get yours today. Today's episode feels super special to me. I am speaking with someone who has played a very pivotal role in one of my favorite things in the entire world, one of our nerdy obsessions, email list building. Shanti, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, so before we kind of put our nerd glasses on with excitement, can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you became interested in helping online business owners with things like quiz funnels? Yeah, honestly, I think it started when I was like 12 and my mom would give me $10 to go to the grocery store and buy a 17 magazine and a bottle of Sprite and some corn chips. And I would come home and like the very first thing I would do is go straight to the quiz section. Like it was always my obsession. Yes. (laughs) Wait, so this began very early. I remember that section of 17 magazine. I was a huge fan. So what about it like drew you in? Like what was your favorite part about it? I mean, I think that there's a lot of subconscious stuff going on when we feel the draw to take a quiz. Like consciously, I had no idea why I loved them so much. But, you know, fast forward today, I know that it's because it was about my favorite topic, which was me and which sync guy I would be best with. Like, Right. (laughs) So that like, that like psychology behind why quizzes work so well is applicable to even a 12 year old girl. Okay. So I can't imagine that you're 12 and you get 17 magazine and you say, someday I will create quizzes for people. I'm guessing it might have been not as straight of a road as that. Talk to me a little bit about your story and how you kind of got to the place that you're in today. Yeah, absolutely. So my first like professional grown up foray into the world of quizzes was actually when I was working in house at this like spiritual development company that was putting out tons of courses and books and, and thought leadership and yet struggled with lead generation, which I think so many online businesses do, right? Like how many free guides and in their case, free meditations or Back in the day, it was teleseminars. It wasn't so much webinars <laughs> or masterclasses. So, like, that was the struggle. And I was in charge of solving that problem. So, I was constantly trying new things. And when I tried a quiz for the first time, the topic was which of your chakras is blocked? It was Love. terrible. <laughs> it was such a bad quiz. Stop it. I want to take that quiz. I think it's maybe you can find it in like the Wayback Machine. But this was like, I think seven years ago now, six, seven years ago. So it was a while ago, but it popped off. Like it just worked better than anything they had ever tried. And 
a little light bulb went off in the back of my mind. Like, wow, this was so much fun to create. It was so easy. Like I could barely fathom how it had gotten, I think it got 10,000 new subscribers in a month with like $500 thrown towards Facebook ads. Like it was wild. How did that lead you to becoming like the quiz queen from that experience? What did that look like for you? Okay. So a few months after that happened, I actually got let go and kind of laid off from that company, which like was so terrifying at the time because I had thought like, I made it. I got this cushy gig. (laughs) We're set. I like retired my hubby from the wretched job that he was working. He was taking care of our kiddo and I was the sole breadwinner. So suddenly I'm, I'm like totally jobless. I had no eggs in any other baskets. I'm like, what do I do? And I had freelanced before. I had been a freelance copywriter before that and really struggled. Like it was roller coaster revenue. You never knew if it would be feast or famine. So I didn't yeah. want to make the same mistakes I did in that previous iteration. And I ended up investing in mentorship at a time when I couldn't really afford it. Like I just had my credit card that had some space on it. And I was like, I need help. So I joined a mastermind and my coaches at the time were like, okay, what have you done? that was really successful that you could niche down into and focus on. And I told them about this quiz story and they were like, okay, that's it. You got to run with it. And at the time I was like, are you sure? Like this, I mean, yeah, it was one time thing. Is that really enough to go off? And they were like, yes, go for it. So that's what I did. I just took their advice, even though like I, didn't really have any level of confidence in this idea. And I started like pitching podcasts and cold pitching and getting clients in different industries. And, you know, with the question of, is this going to work again? And I mean, fast forward to today, like I've worked with thousands of students and probably hundreds of clients at this point where like, yes, it works again and again. Okay, so for somebody listening to this, let's kind of walk through like, how does the quiz work? And how is it different from other marketing strategies? And why do you think business owners should use them? Because I am sure that there are a lot of people whose ears perked up when you said they were trying all of these lead gen strategies, they weren't growing their email list, they knew the power of an email list, they couldn't figure it out. And all of a sudden, this popped off. Talk to me about how you would describe what a quiz or a quiz funnel is in terms of a marketing strategy. Yeah, absolutely. So there are a few different reasons why they work so well. And I like to say it's a strategy that feeds three birds with one scone. Like there's many, many uses from this one asset that you create. So the first one is like this irresistible psychology behind learning more about ourselves. Like your potential clients and customers, when they land on your website or your Instagram, they have questions. How is this going to help me? Like, 
but my scenario is unique. Is this really going to work for me? What about this topic in relation to my unique one of a kind personality? So like there's all of these I'm special moments that come up often in the form of like objections to investing in whatever it is that you sell. And so if you can speak to someone in a way that honors their uniqueness, that makes them feel like kind of special and focuses on what's different about them. And this is specifically if you can intertwine like some personality insights into your quiz, that's really like the special sauce. (laughs) And that's where the magic happens. That's where it's like people see that invitation to learn more about themselves. And they can't not take two minutes to find out what the answer is. Like it creates a literal dopamine release in the brain when they do the little bit of work in answering the questions, which is fun in and of itself because it's all about them and their life and their circumstances. And then they get that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, which is their results. Like if you're doing your job right, their little like neurotransmitters are popping off. Yes. Yes. I love that aspect of it because I think it's so cool. Like you said, I mean, the number one thing that we get asked whenever we launch a course is like, but what about me? How does this work for me? Will it work for me? And it's so interesting because that oneness is such a beautiful factor that we don't want people to lose. But if you're not speaking in a way that makes it so obvious to them that this could be a fit for them, then a quiz can be a great way to help do that. Totally. So that's the first aspect is that like psychology behind it. The second one is the interactive nature of a quiz. Like you are capturing people's attention and keeping it statistically, I think it's four times longer than a static page or asset. So because, you know, they have to sort of think about, well, how would I answer this question and click and hit next? And like there's a lot of, movement happening that doesn't happen when you just download like a free guide or when you're just sitting there passively consuming a video series. So it's like that interactivity also helps. And I think that's the future of marketing. Like the more interactive elements we can have available to the people who are coming into our worlds, like the easier it will be for them to stick around and remain interested. So that's the second one. And then the third one is like research and segmentation. And this is where we can get really nerdy, quite honestly, like to put it simply, you get to ask whatever burning questions you have for your potential clients and customers. You have a permission slip to ask those in your quiz and get responses at scale. So if you're wondering like, what do they really want to learn about? How do they most want to be supported? What solutions are they looking for? What is standing in their way of achieving whatever it is I can help them with? Like you get carte blanche to ask them whatever you want. And then you get to look at your analytics and see like, oh, 80% of people want one-on-one support when it comes to their health. 
this is so good for you to know as a business owner and a marketer, like now you can maybe bake that into your offers a little bit more or address it in your sales copy. Like there's so many ways you can use that information. And then, so that's the research piece. The segmentation piece is a little bit different because from a tech perspective, now this depends on the email marketing system that you use. Not they're all so different. Not all of them have the capacity to like create a tag or a segment, but many of them do. And so super easy example. Let's say you are a yoga teacher. You have an online course for total beginner yogis, and you have an online course for advanced yogis who want to be like flying up into handstand, chaturanga flow, like that's their jam. These are two very different audiences. If you attempt to speak to these audiences as if they are the same and sell to them as if they are the same, you are going to have mad unsubscribes. Like people are going to feel like this isn't relevant to me and they'll drop off and you'll have so many missed opportunities. Whereas if you can identify someone who's a beginner and someone who's advanced and send them down completely different pathways, the pathways that are going to be the fit for them that lead to your offers that are the fit for where they're at right now in their yoga journey, your conversions are so much higher. Your retention is so much higher. Trust is so much higher. Like segmentation sounds like this kind of scary thing, but all it is, is getting specific in how you speak to your audience. And what's so beautiful about quizzes is that they're self-segmenting. They're doing the work for you. They are literally saying, here's where I'm at. This just brought me back in time of when you and I created my first quiz, which was probably five years ago or more. And I remember I, a lot of people forget that I was still shooting weddings five years ago. Like I was still a wedding photographer who was way too afraid to like dive all the way into the online space. And so I remember when we were creating my first quiz, what is your secret sauce? We had a section because I was like, I need to know. I was like so afraid. Like I was like, I need to know what percentage of my audience are photographers. And if I end up ending that portion of my business, am I like going to even have a business anymore? Like I just remember fear, but then like the information spoke and it was a really small segment, which gave me that clarity of like, it is okay to let this piece go and to move on. And so that data point I think is so powerful and you can use it to the nerdiest of degrees, or you can just use it as like a thermometer of like, okay, go a little bit more in this direction. And I think that is so powerful with quizzes. Yeah, I love that. I didn't even know that, that you were experiencing that at the time, which yes, totally. like when you have, when your totally. brain has the data and the proof, yeah. suddenly you can make decisions from a place of confidence. Whereas like without that, it feels like we're just guessing and, it, and that's so challenging. Yeah. So in a recent Instagram post, you wrote, you said, quizzes and assessments as a tool to grow your business aren't about labels or putting your audience in tidy little boxes. They're about giving them answers at scale. So let's talk about like what kind of answers can we give our audience through quizzes? I'm sure that there are a lot of people that are listening to this and they're like, 
okay, what would I make a quiz about? And like, how would I give them a results page that would like make them feel seen and understood? So talk to me about that because I love that. We just hit on the segmentation piece and that data piece, but quizzes are so much bigger than that, right? Especially for the user experience. So talk to me about that. Yeah, this is this is such a good question and there's so much to explore here. Like, first of all, my understanding of marketing and communication online is based around curiosity as like the main driver of people taking action. Like when someone comes to your Instagram page or your website or whatever, however they're finding you, they have so many questions just percolating in the back of their brains. Like maybe you sell eyelash extensions they're hitting your website and they're like, oh, like which ones would work with my eye shape? Are these gonna come off easily at night? Like, should I really get eyelash extensions? Is this gonna be like bad for my natural eyelashes? Like, right, random example, but there's so many questions going on. And so mm-hmm. one of the easiest ways to come up with a quiz topic that you know, does get results. It might not be like the most clever, fun, witty idea in the world, but looking at what are the top questions I get, the questions that you get over and over and over again, the the thing that you know your potential client or customer is thinking when they come into your world, that is your starting point. So an example of this I worked with a client and they sell life coaching certification, which is a huge endeavor. It's six to nine months of training and practice. It's a big upfront investment. And often the people who are coming into that are transitioning from like other careers or doing it on the side of a a different career. And so the big question in their minds is, should I really become a life coach? Like, should I really do this? Does this actually make sense for me? Does this make sense for my personality and my goals? And like, there's a lot of stuff that comes up there. So the quiz we built for them was literally, should you become a life coach? Take the quiz and find out what it is about you, your situation, your personality that does or doesn't lend itself to life coaching. And there's an option that's like, you shouldn't become a life coach because certainly not everyone should. But the other options, it's like all the different reasons why this might be a powerful path for them. And they launched this quiz and they had people like joining their certification program without even getting on a sales call. Like it was that compelling and they got their questions answered and suddenly there's there's no friction. There's no more resistance to them moving forward. Looking for a new podcast to add to your weekly lineup? Check out Entrepreneurs on Fire, hosted by John Lee Dumas. Every week, JLD and his guests share practical strategies to fire up your business journey and create the life you've always dreamed of. No matter what goals you're digging this year, Entrepreneurs on Fire will inspire you to take action and give you the tools to get there. 
JLD has interviewed over 3,000 incredible entrepreneurs, including Seth Godin, Gary Vaynerchuk, Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, and so many more, including yours truly. You are bound to find the topic or the guest you're looking for. I loved his recent interview with Tyler Wagner on how to become a successful author. I honestly wish I had heard that episode before I promoted my book. Listen to Entrepreneurs on Fire wherever you get your podcasts. I think you'll love it just as much as I do. Hey, Gold Diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and I was there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So would you say that for like an initial quiz, just starting with either like the leading objection or the number one thing that everyone asks you when you say, here's what I do, or here's who I serve is a great place to start because it's so obvious, right? Like not only does it help collect a lead and help if somebody lands on your page, it gives them something to do like we talked about. But it also allows, and I think this is what is so powerful about quizzes, is it allows someone to be introspective enough to answer questions that allows them to overcome their objections without you having to convince them. Like it does the work for you in so many ways. So, would you say that's a good place to start for like your first quiz? Yeah, absolutely. That's the easiest place to start, 100%. And even if you're new, to business, like you probably do have a sense of what are the questions people are asking me all the time. And it's so nice when you get those DMs or emails or comments with this recurring question. And you can say like, actually, I just created this epic tool for you to find out the answer. Go take it. Then come back to me and tell me what result you got. And let's talk about it. Like you have more of a jumping off point. The foundation is set. So we talk about the entry point, right? We just kind of help people discover or uncover what their entry point is. Now let's talk about like the end result, because I think that can also be intimidating. Mm -hmm. Like who am I to say, yes, you should become a life coach or no, you shouldn't. Obviously that other person is far more qualified to do that. But who am I to give a result to someone who is so complex, right? Like as humans, we are so multifaceted. We're very complex beings who are constantly evolving. 
How do you come up with what these possible end results could be, whether it's an A or a B or an A, B, C or D? What does that look like? And how could somebody take that and apply it? Yeah. So the first thing you have to remember is like, don't need to take this that seriously. No one is taking a quiz online looking for like a medical diagnosis or something that, or they shouldn't be if they are, (laughs) (laughs) or something that is like so serious. Usually people are in the mindset of like, okay, this is for fun. It's interesting. I'll take it with a grain of salt. Like in the same way that we read our horoscopes and we're not like betting our life on what Monday's horoscope said. So keeping that in mind, I think is important because it's like, bring some levity to it. Like no one's expecting you to be a scientist here. So with that said, how do you move forward? Like the easiest way is to look at, put your blinders on, look at your audience. You do not need to have representation of like all 18 Myers-Briggs types. You don't need to be a Enneagram expert. Like look at your audience and start to look at what differentiates them. And so just like making a list of, okay, what are like the different personality type characteristics of the people I, I tend to work with and breaking those into categories And then looking at maybe like experience level, what are the differences you see? Obstacles and challenges, what are the big differences you see? What are the solution, the different solutions people are coming to you for? And starting to just break all those things out is the first step to coming up with what your end results will actually be. And so this is your audience. Like that's the big piece here. You're not creating something that's going to be for everyone. It's for the people who are already drawn to you and your work and your energy. One thing I love about what you're talking about is there is this huge range of how you can build out a quiz, right? Like you could have the simplest response of yes or no. And that could be the result. Or you could build out these super complex results pages that, you know, says, here's what I think about you, or here's where to begin, or here's your next step, and here's resources I could help you. And what I love about this and what I think is so powerful with quizzes is it's always like start simple and get fancy later, as our friend Amy Porterfield mm-hmm. says. Start simple, get fancy later. And I love that because a quiz is this beautiful entry point and you aren't meant, as you said, to know everything about everyone. So you could have a quiz that has very simple results that still gives someone that, that finishing feeling. Or you could have a quiz that leads into this master sequence and this great funnel using the segmentation and data. And I think it's so cool because your quiz can grow and your results from your quiz can grow as you get comfortable mm-hmm in this zone of lead generation and service, but it can also start super simple. What would you say about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think when a lot of people go to create a quiz, they think this needs to be an absolute masterpiece. It needs to be so perfect. It needs to look exactly like all of Jenna's quizzes. And it actually doesn't. It doesn't. You can start simple and it's something that can and should 
evolve with you, evolve with your business. As you get more clear on who are the different audiences that you primarily work with, beautiful. You can go back and add a question in that really clearly helps you identify that. As you build out your framework or philosophy or product suite, you can go back to your results and add in a little bit more context or insight. You can do this so easily, like just as easily as you would update your website. So remembering that is really key, I think. And and I always tell people like, just create your minimum viable quiz in the same way that SaaS companies like create the minimum viable software, go forth and make it like, let it be simple and see how like, see how the simple version works. And from there... If, if it really hits a note, you're going to want to grow and evolve that quiz, but you got to start somewhere. Yes. Okay. So we've talked about the beginning and we've talked about the end. Let's talk about the middle. How does somebody come up with questions to ask? And should they all be questions that help you segment and get data? Or should they be fun questions? Or what does it matter what superhero they think like? Like, walk me through that because you have a beautiful philosophy that I have just like absorbed over the years of working with you in how to set this up. And I think it will be so helpful for our listeners. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. I love making question sandwiches. This is where things get fun. So first of all, you want to start by just brainstorm like a list of all the questions you would love to ask your audience. No filter, no editing, just make a list of all the things you'd love to know. And then maybe highlight like your top five. These don't have to at this point connect with any of your results or be super fun. They don't even need to make that much sense. Like just get it on paper. And then you can start to like pile in the fun. So you do want to have questions that feel that feel engaging. And I know not all quiz topics lend themselves to like fun and lightheartedness. Sometimes there's more serious topics that you might be addressing. But for the most part, you can bring some levity and have fun with it. And that like that's where you can draw inspiration from what we see on like BuzzFeed, right? So bringing that in, but always making sure that if you're asking like, which Spice Girl do you most relate to, that it makes sense and ties into the big promise and the topic, the overarching topic of the quiz. Or else like if your quiz is like, what kind of printer should you get? And you're asking them what Spice Girl they are. Like there's a disconnect. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. I always think too, I always think about when we first started working together, it was like, what are the like three main things you would love to know from this? And, you know, for me, it was like, what stage of business are they in? What area do they want to expand in? Cause again, I was totally in the photography world and was like, am I going to lose everyone? And there was like, what do you need the most help with? And those were like the three things that I wanted to know. And then the rest of the questions were still guiding around that theme without being overtly like, tell me exactly what your zip code is and <laughs> what your EIN number is. You know, and it's it's this beautiful, I love that idea of levity in mm-hmm. it because I feel like all clicked on like a type form 
or a quiz and you realize it's like 80 questions long and you're like, I don't have time for this. And why are they asking me this information? And so I do think that there is some sort of science in there of like, oh, this is actually like enjoyable. And I'm actually excited to see what comes out of this. And yes, I'm willing to answer this question because I believe it will give me a recommendation or a result that is worth it. Yeah. And you can still ask the fun questions. Like if you were a dessert, what would you be? And then the little hack that I have is to add and why. So let's say you're going with this printer quiz. Okay. I'm a black forest cake because I love the finer things in life. And I'm also, I'm totally riffing now, but like, (laughs) and color contrast is my jam. Like, then we've got like just a little bit of context that could be relevant to what kind of printer they might want. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. A whopping 79% of B2B content marketers say LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. That's because with LinkedIn ads, you're not just casting a wide net and hoping for the best. You're strategically building relationships and driving real results. We're talking about a platform with over a billion members, including 180 million senior level executives and 10 million C-level executives. You are networking with the actual decision makers. And LinkedIn's targeting and measurement tools are specifically designed for B2B marketers, meaning you're not wasting time or money on irrelevant leads. In fact, in the tech industry, LinkedIn ads have been shown to generate two to five times higher return on ad spend compared to other social media platforms. Using LinkedIn ads allows you to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to industry trends and developments, whether it's finding the perfect partner for a collaboration or uncovering new opportunities for growth, LinkedIn can be your secret weapon. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a hundred dollar credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash goal to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash goal. Terms and conditions apply. On top of my many titles as mom, entrepreneur, and creative, I've also added host. Drew and I host on Airbnb on our favorite island in Hawaii. We started hosting as a way to make some extra income, and we've had such an easy breezy experience. Now we host year after year, and it's been a fantastic side hustle. Not to brag, but we've also been crowned Airbnb Superhost several times, so we are really killing the game. It's about having spaces we can enjoy as a family while creating memorable experiences for our guests, and it helps that we earn a little extra cash on the side. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So let's say somebody is listening to this episode and they're like, all right, you have convinced me. I shall create my first quiz. Where should they begin in this process of getting a quiz up and running? Yeah. So starting with your topic, what is your big idea? So looking at the questions you get asked all the time, this is like easiest path to finding that quiz topic you can run with. And then next step is not the questions. Put those to the side, start with the results, map out, at least map out what are the different results going to be and what are the characteristics that align with each result. And then you can go to your questions. 
So from that point, writing questions and the corresponding answers is so much less confusing. So from there, you can brainstorm, what are the things I really want to know about my audience? What are the questions I need to ask in order for them to get an accurate result? Right? So those are your questions that connect to your actual results. And not all of your questions need to. Like You can ask those research questions that might not necessarily connect to what result they get, but that inform you of who they are and what they want. So you're going to write your questions. You're going to make sure that you've got like some fun, lighthearted, engaging questions, especially at the start of the quiz. So this is where like more question sandwich stuff comes in, like looking at starting with a question that's so easy to answer. And then you can move on to something that's like a little meatier, a little harder. And then another question that's easy to answer. And then something that might be a little harder to answer. So like, you just want to make sure there's a cadence and a rhythm to it that makes it easy for them to move through your questions. So you've got your idea, you've got your results, you've got your questions. Now you're going to look at, okay, how do I logistically set this up? I mean, there's so many different, different softwares you can use. I know you've used Interact. I use Interact quite regularly. There's like, maybe you already have Typeform. You can use Typeform. It seems like every day there's a new quiz hosting builder or software that comes out. I can't even keep up. There's so many. So just doing your research a little bit. If you use WordPress, Thrive Quizzes is a plugin that I think it's um, a one-time fee and it's really easy to use. So you set it all up. And I know people think this is like the intimidating hard part. It's really not. It's the easy part. Just creating the the strategy and all the content and messaging for the quiz itself. That if we're going to assign a hard part, that's probably the hard part. Setting it up is quite straightforward. And then from there, you connect that to your email marketing system. And there are various degrees, like you said, Jenna, of complexity here. Like you could build out custom funnels for every result, or you could just send the same welcome email to everyone who takes your quiz and comes onto your email list. You could have a welcome sequence, which I do highly recommend. But The most important thing here is once someone is on your email list, they've taken your quiz, they're in your world, that you honor that connection and don't ghost them. Like just show up for them once a week, sending an email, even if it's just a quickie. Like that's where you start to take these people who were probably total strangers who became subscribers and nurture them and get them to a place where they trust you and they want to work with you or buy your products. Like that's where the magic happens behind the scenes. Oh, it's so powerful. And I'm like just giddy for people to try this and explore it. It's also a really fun offer to share with people, right? Like, again, it's like, instead of like, go download my free guide, which is fantastic. It's like, hey, discover this about yourself or like get my insight into something that you might be wondering without me having to actually tell it to you. And I I think it's a beautiful invitation for people to do something that is exciting for them, but also gives them something of value right off the bat. I am obsessed with quizzes thanks to you. And I feel like over the years, I've learned 
just how truly valuable they can be and how they can give you that insight and that data. They can connect you with people. They can give you those email responses that are like, this was so freakishly accurate. Like it was exactly what I needed. And I think it's just such a powerful method of growing your email list and starting off that relationship in a really powerful way where someone shows up to the table and says, here's this about me. What can you do with it? And I think that's so powerful. Yeah, for real. Like one final story because you just sparked this memory of yeah. this business owner, Tori. She has her, I think her brand is your first 100K. And she does oh, like, yeah. she's a friend of okay. mine. So do you know this story about her? No. She had one TikTok that had, um, I think it had a million views. And from that TikTok, okay. she, in her caption, said, like, go take my money quiz, which at the time it may have changed was like your find out your money archetype and she got 100,000 subscribers from this one TikTok like so just like you said yeah. giving people something right so the thing is like social media is this beautiful tool we have these communities and yet we also have this algorithm looming over us that like kind of controls who sees what. And so if you can get those people over to your email list, and I know I'm preaching to the choir, but like that is powerful. So yes, giving them this entry point can change the game. Shanti, where can everybody find out more about you, your work, what you do, the work you've done for me? Give me all of the places. Yeah. I mean... No brainer. You can take my quiz. I have a very meta quiz on um, what type of quiz you should create for your business. And that'll like recap some of what we've talked about. So if you want to move forward and do this for yourself, check that out. And then within the results, you'll get like the five steps of how to make it happen. So that's shantyzack.com forward slash quiz. You can find me on Instagram at shantyzack. And yeah, send me a message, reach out. I'd love to hear from anyone listening, if you have questions or want any support with how to implement this in your own business. I feel like we just created a secret society of humans who are going to blow up their email lists in the most beautiful way while serving their people in a really tangible act. And I am just so excited for everyone to listen to this and to take action. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, me too. Thank you for having me. I bet you are so excited to go out and build your first or your next quiz. Shanti is a wealth of knowledge and I have absolutely loved working with her and learning from her. It has been so transformative for my own email list growth and for gaining insights into my audience so that I can serve them and impact them on a higher level. As we always say, until next time, gold diggers. Until next time, keep on digging up biggest goals. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger Podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com. 
Hey, gold diggers. Lately, I've been getting excited to finish furnishing our new home, which is why I want to tell you about a brand that we absolutely love, which is Article. I have been a fan and a customer of Article for years. I'm always blown away by the curated assortment of furniture styles they offer. They have mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandinavian, and even boho designs. There is something for everyone, no matter your taste. In our last house, we had their sofa and leather chairs. At our lake house, we have their dining table and chairs. We also just ordered some of their outdoor furniture for our new patio. Like, if you can't tell, we are obsessed with Article. The quality and style are top-notch. Article's online-only model means that they can offer some great prices with fast and hassle-free delivery. Pick the delivery time that works for you, and they keep you updated every step of the way. Article's customer care team is also amazing. They're knowledgeable, friendly, and always there when you need them. If you're like me and you're itching to give your home a makeover, I highly recommend checking out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home, and thanks to their commitment to style, quality, and affordability, it's never been easier to transform your space. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.